0: Hello, dear listener. Tom here this time for something of a departure from our summer replacement program. By episode four of our podcast, Dan and I had tackled not one, not two, but three shows in one episode. We looked at the life and times of Kenneth Williams. We looked at the English show, Just a Minute. And then we also looked at the old goon shows. Now, this summer replacement will focus on the goon shows, With a classic episode showing their surrealism, their humor, and of course their two, not one but two, musical breaks by various uh, artists of the day. So sit back and listen to a piece that is a departure from our normal format. The Goon Shows, unfortunately, at this time are not on archive.org. They are on other places around the internet, and uh, you can find some notes about where to find them in the doobly-doo below. So uh, enjoy and we will see you on the other side. This is the BBC Home Service.
1: And it used to be so popular. (laughs) Well, here it is.
2: The Goon Show! (laughs) Stop! Stop! (laughs) Mr Greenslade, do your duty, laddie. Yes, sir.
3: The story that follows is rather complicated. So, to avoid complications, we open with Act 3, Scene 1, Part 2, the same afternoon, enter a human being. My name is
2: Ned (laughs) Segun. Curse. (laughs) As I I was saying, I am a doctor. I used to have a practice in Harley Street, but the police moved me on. One morning in May, I was going through an old dustbin when my valet announced a visitor. Pardon me, sir. That is the visitor, to see you. Right. Heads down. Put my lunch back in the dustbin and send him in. This way, sir. Oh. oh. My dear Dr. Seagoon, allow me. My card. My card. My card. My card. Snap. <laughs> and now, my friend, to business. My name is Count Moriarty. Have you ever heard of. Lurgy. There's no one of that name here. Sir Christy Bumpet, listen to me while I tell you a tale. In 1296, on the Isle of You... Where? Isle of You. I love you too. Shall we dance? I don't wish to know that. On the Isle of You, the dreaded Lurgy struck. In six weeks, in sank weeks, mark you, (laughs) Lurgy had destroyed... (laughs) Silence, please. Lurgy had destroyed the entire population. What a splendid story. We... Have you ever heard the story about the man who didn't marry Rita Hayworth? Impossible. <coughs> As I was saying, Lurgy, Lurgy, could easily destroy the entire human race. And I'm okay, fellas. <laughs> Count Moriarty, why are you telling me all this? Why? Yesterday, Lurgy claimed its first victim in Breton. You just... I just what? You just said that Lurgy claimed its first victim in jail. Sacre bleu, sacre bleu. How can you joke when Lurgy threatens? <gasps> Sit down while I tell you a tale. <laughs> last night, last night, my dear Seacombe, I was a passenger on a bus in Oldham. You reckless continental, you. Touche. <laughs> the bus was passing the Werner fire station. All was normal, and it was raining quietly. <laughs> please. Boundary Park next stop. Any more? What's to do with him? Only time, please. I... Here, loosen his collar. What's the matter with you lot? Take your hands off me.
4: Stop the bus. Don't stop, you it. stop this. Give him air. stand back right now.
2: Not a pretty fight. Good heavens, what happened then? The unfortunate bus conductor was taken to the Oldham Royal Infirmary. And then? And then, well, listen. Doctor, i tell you I'm all right. I... I can't see what you're bothering about at all, you see.
1: Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Now, breathe in. Breathe out. Must you? <laughs> now breathe in again.
2: Yeah.
1: Please. I must ask you to
2: uh, re yes, uh, 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 yes. Now what is it? I... <laughs> That is my tale, Sigurd. In six weeks, Britain could be destroyed by Lurgy, and that includes you. Come out of that dustbin, Sigurd. I'm watching television. Come out. Oh, please, please. I, 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 I don't know anything about Lurgy. Sir Pristie, I will tell you all about Lurgy. Then you cure it. I'm not a doctor. No. You must be the one. You, you, and you alone will go down in history. Think. Louis Pasteur, Madame Curie, Sir Robert Fleming, and now you. I agree. <laughs> What's Lurgy got to do with me and Pasteur and the other painters? <laughs> Sacri Fred! Here, read this article. Will any doctor who has knowledge of Lurgy please communicate with Dr. Hercules Gritpipe Thin? Well, what are you waiting for? With his help. You will be the man to save the nation from the dreaded Lurgy. Yes, Brian. And knighthood, know. position, riches, money. <laughs> Hello? Ah, Dr. Greedpipe thin? Ah, listen, Greedpipe. Moriarty here. Yes. He's just left. He's on his way to you now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Until he answers, here's Max Gelray. to a grit pipe then? The same. My name is Ned Seagoon.
1: ops <laughs> daisy
2: <laughs> Now, what can I do for you? I've come to help fight Lurgy. First, Louis Pasteur, Madame Curie, Philip Harbin, and now, me!
1: You silly, twisted boy, you. <laughs> now, what are your qualifications? I was struck
2: off the rolls twice.
1: You can only be struck off the rolls once. That'll give you some idea of my importance. <laughs> then you're our man. Your situation is extremely grave. In the last 12 hours, 2,000 more victims have been smitten with Lurgy. Oh. We must move fast. What do you suggest? South America? No, no, no. no. <laughs> you are the one man who can save Britain.
2: Yes. Yes, first Louis Caddle. Madam Tussaud. Sir Robert for and now, me!
1: Now, Sigun, let me tell you a tale. I've arranged for you to meet the medical council. Once there... Yes, 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 Please, don't do that. <laughs> Ying Tong,
2: idle I fall. Good!
1: I'll tell you a tale. At the moment, Lurgy is confined to Oldham. Now, here's what you must tell the medical council. All the Lurgy victims must be sent to Blackpool.
2: One uh, moment, Dr. Uh-huh. uh-huh. If uh-huh. you know uh-huh. the cure for lurgy, why don't you have the knighthood and the riches?
1: I can't. You see, I'm married. <laughs> oh, I'm...
2: I'm terribly sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Seagoon Lad, it must be you.
2: Yes, I suppose it must. Mm-hmm. First, Joe Louis, then call me Madam <laughs> Mooney and King, and now...
1: I wonder what's gone wrong.
2: (laughs) Come see, Off you go to the council medical.
4: Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen of the British Medical Council. Now then, I've got you out of bed because... I want you to hear about this Lurgy lot. <laughs> what well, they're all doing their nut about in Lancashire. Uh, here's the speaker,
2: Dr... Um... Sigun, Ned Sigun.
5: <laughs> My life, he's always doing that.
6: <laughs> Carry on, Nut.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, before I start, are there any further questions?
4: What is Lurgy? <laughs>
2: Any more questions? <laughs> now, my plan is to set up Yakabool Centers in Blackpool.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm asking a civilian question. What is lurgy? There's another thing I want to know. What is lurgy? What is, is lurgy? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Do shut up. What is lurgy? What is lurgy? I just asked that question, buddy. Why didn't you say so? I did say so. If you've already asked, there's no point in me asking again. <laughs> What is lucky? One question at a time. It it, it it was only one question, Henry. But I've already asked that question. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Dr. Crum. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night, Dr. Bannister. <laughs>
2: Dr. Bannister? Yes? Cared he looks different in his singlet. Mm. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, I beg of you, before it's too late, isolate the lurgy victims at Yakabool Centres in Blackpool.
4: Wait. Where are we going to get all the money from for this business, buddy?
2: Hello?
1: You have arranged a charity concert at the Albert Hall in aid of the lurgy distress fund.
2: Yes. Yes, that's it. (laughs) I have arranged for a charity concert at the Albert Hall in aid of the Lurgy Distress Fund. Bravo!
3: Bravo! Part two. The charity concert at the Albert Hall in aid of the Lurgy Distress Fund. The overture by the Railington Quartet.
7: My very good friend, the milkman said that I've been losing too much sleep He doesn't like the hours I keep And he suggests that you should marry me That's what the man says My very good friend, the postman said That it would make his burden less If we both had the same address And he suggests that you should marry me A very friendly fellow Who prints All the latest Real estate news And every day He sends me blueprints Of cottages With country views My very good Friend and neighbors Say That they've been watching Things I do And they believe that I love you so I suggest that you should marry me. Here comes the bride. I'm oh, a lucky piano player. Merry Christmas. Sure, it's true when you say I love you. It's a sin to tell a lie. Millions of hearts have been broken just because these words were spoken. You know the words were spoken? I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But if you break my heart, I'll break it your then I'll die. So be sure it's true. When you say I love you, it's a sin to tell a lie. Yes, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But When you break my heart I'll break a jaw Then I'll die So be sure it's true When you say I love you It's a sin
2: Sir Malcolm Sargent, thank you. Markham, Sergeant. Thank you. <laughs> and next in this concert, we have imported by permission of Count Moriarty and Dr. Grit-Pipe a great continental tenor, Giovanni Saponi. Grazie, grazie. For my first number, I would like to sing that lovely melody that we all love so well. I travel the road. Gypsy am I (laughs) Go wandering boy. I travel the road
5: I'll give him the signal now
2: I travel the road
1: Last time, come out of that dustbin.
2: Leave me alone! I don't want to touch lady.
1: There is nothing to fear, Neddy. I'll tell you the cure. The
2: cure?
1: <laughs> That's it, the cure. The cure. What's the cure? Now sit down, Neddy. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you a tale. I've arranged for you to force your way into the Houses of Parliament. Once there, you must impress upon them the disastrous consequences of this dreaded (laughs) murder. But, but, what's the cure? The, uh, cure is rather unorthodox, but here it is. You will tell them.
3: Meanwhile, an unsuspecting parliament was debating important affairs of state.
2: for the trains at Hackney.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and may I ask why they have not been taken up in the last century? <laughs> yeah.
6: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Up (coughs) last December.
6: (laughs) Oh, Ah. here! here. (laughs) Ah.
4: Isn't it? Isn't it time they Hmm. were taken up (laughs) again? (laughs)
1: possible. They've not been put back again yet. (laughs) The fierce
3: debate was at its height when past the speaker's chair crept a dustbin and with dramatic suddenness the lid was flung off.
2: Honourable members, I have some important news concerning Margie. What what is Get out. He's a liberal. First of all. He's a liberal. I must ask you... (laughs) You all to lie on the floor. Rubbish. I've never heard of such swaddle. <laughs> Who are you, sir? My
6: name is Ned Seagoon.
1: <laughs> is it all right to get up now?
2: <laughs> you may rise, sir. Ah. Now, Logie threatens us all. What is Logie? Logie is the most dreadful malady known to mankind. Ah. In six weeks, it could swamp the whole of the British Isles. Rubbish. Rubbish. Our gentlemen! Gentleman Oldham is already affected. What? At this very moment, huh? more and more people are contracting what oh, A terrible state
4: of affairs, I... Is there any known cure for lurgy?
2: That there is. Let me tell you a tale. <laughs> I discover that all victims had one thing in common. What, what Out with it, it man! It? Out with it! None of them play in a brass band.
1: One moment, sir. Are you inferring that by playing a musical instrument, one is immune from leprosy? Yes. Hmm. Anthony, give me an A, would you?
3: (laughs) Following the dramatic disclosure in Parliament, Dr. Ned Seagoon has been put in full charge of the anti-Lurgy campaign.
2: You will need to order four million knee-flat trombones. That's going to cost something, isn't it? Cost, cost! Lives are at stake, man. Yes. If you can save Britain from Lergy, the government
1: won't mind the expenditure.
2: You're right. First Louis Postern, Madame Pompadour, sincere and gladness. Yes, yes, yes yes, yes. yes, yes.
1: We've heard all that. And now you.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Three million euphoniums, four million sousaphones. Well, here's the list. Sign here, lad.
2: And send it to Messrs. and Box, the well-known instrument makers. <laughs>
3: Dear listeners, sit down while I tell you a tale. Within three weeks, Guzzi and Box had received 50 million pounds in brass band orders. They delivered them to some 30 million musical instruments to Airwick Gatport, the great airport at Gatwick.
2: What a sight! Planes packed to the bilges with a life saving instrument. Well done, Goosey and Box. Now, where is that Major Bloodlock? It's almost zero hour. Any of you pilots seen Major Bloodlock?
4: I uh, had you come in, my Captain. I had you come in. Enter Blue Bottle. Pause for audience applause, never softly. Hey. Let second house.
2: Little stringy pants, this is man's work.
4: But I have done all my homework and I wash my knees. Look! Points to white spot on leg. Doot, 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 doot. Stop
2: that dooting, man. E-hee. Where's Major Bradnock?
4: I can play that part better than he can, him can. I'm in mean, the school play at Christmas. Put on white beard. Hooray.
2: Oh. Wait a moment. There is a part for you.
4: I knew you would not play this game with that little blue bottle. All right. What do I say, Captain? Read this,
2: but don't read it hmm? till I tell you.
4: My little captain is going a long way off to see if I can shout to him. <laughs> Turns from windows, so I will not shut at him. Right now! Read it out now! I heard you... <clears throat> Read's part. <clears throat> My name is Ned Seagoon... me before we even studied the game. <laughs> and you have singed my Edward Purdy, Egyptian-type shirt. <laughs> <Ay>! <laughs> Moves off for a new supply of crepe hair.
2: You oh, me crunk of stops and dappled me latches. A civilian on army property. Who are you, sir? I'd rather not say so. You see, I... Come on out with it, man. I'm broad-minded. <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. You're not Ned. Sh, please. What a strange
2: sounding name. Major Bloodnock. That's more like a name. Pleased to meet you, Major Bloodnock. I'm not Major Bloodnock, that's your name. Oh, of course it is, yes. No! Major Bloodnock. Uh, Major Bloodnock. Yes. Yes. You will be parachuted into Blackpool with your band. The object being to instruct the Lurgy victims in the use of these new instruments. Well, we're all ready to depart now. Banned by the left into the plane. Quick, march, chokes away. Good luck. What a sight. A thousand planes taking off towards Blackpool. Soon it will all be over. Lurgy, conquered by me!
3: Here's the news. Today in Parliament, questions were asked regarding the dropping of some 50 million brass band instruments on Blackpool late last night. There appears to be no valid reason why this strange operation was carried out. It is known to have cost the Treasury well over 25 million pounds. As a result, income tax will now be three guineas in the pound. New Scotland Yard are trying to trace a short fat man. Who started a rumour about a non existent disease called Lurgy? He is reported to have been seen.
2: Switch it off. Yes, yes, we've heard enough of that now. Let me see now. That's 50,000 pounds for you, 50 million for me, 6 million for me, and 10 million for the. Ah! There you are. It's little Neddy. I said, have you you heard the news? They they say that there's no such disease as Lurgy.
1: (laughs) No such disease as Lurgy? (laughs) And you went to the Houses of Parliament and told them there was. Oh, dear.
2: Hey, No, <laughs> oh, but look, <laughs> you, you, you told me to tell them, I mean...
1: Toothbrush, yes, change two, of underwear.
2: Too uh, so tall ah. for you.
1: Yes, oh. got the plane tickets. Two,
2: wait, two, wait, there—there sort of there, 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 there is such a thing as lurky, what? isn't there? <laughs> 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 you told me there was, didn't you? I mean... Oh, pardon me, oh, the car is waiting for Mr. Goosey and Mr. Borks to take me to the airport. You're the singer from the Albert Hall. Ooh. You've got Lurgy. Run for your life, Lurgy! You've got... Wait a minute. Mr. Goosey and Mr. Box?
1: Yes, that's our business name. We make brass band instruments, you know.
2: <laughs> you must have made a fortune. You... you Let you... me
1: tell you a tale. First, Charlie Peace, Dr. Crippin, and now, Muggins. <laughs>
2: Who? Who's Muggins?
3: Was the Boom Show, a recorded program featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Secombe, and Spike Milligan, with the Railington Quartet and Max Gilray. The orchestra was conducted by Wally Stott, script by Eric Sykes and Spike Milligan, announcer Wallace Greenslade. the program produced by Peter Eaton. Ooh,
4: yakaboo!
0: Thank you once again for listening to our show of show, Summer Replacement Program. In future weeks, we will bring you more Summer Replacements and soon new episodes looking into other old-time radio show favorites. Until then, dear listeners, I am leaving you with a bonus track. Yes, a bonus track by a goon Spike Milligan, a song that will both haunt you and delight you. Until next time, I bid you farewell.
5: Dig, dig, dig. On the Ning Nang Nong where the cows go bong and the monkeys all say boo. There's a Nong Ning Ning where the trees go ping and the tree tops jibba jabba jub. On the Nong Ning Nang all the mice go flying and you just can't stop when they do. Certain Ning Nong the cows go bong. Ning the trees go ping. Nong Ning Nang the mice go flying. What a noisy place to belong. He's the Ning Nang Ning Nang no. बहुत अच्छा गाना, बहुत गाना है। Ping, and the teeth of jibba jabba On the nong ning nang, all the mice go clang and you just can't catch him in the doo. So ting nang nong, the cows go bong nong nang. The trees go ping nong nang, the mice go clang with a noisy place to belong. Here's a nang nang nong. Long live Missy, eat me three pies daily, but on Sunday I get none. Oh, but till I do four, I will die. Then my wife and children rise. They will make a bonfire for me. They will throw me in the sea, and that will be the end of me. The cold cross-eyed old Baba Ji down. Mel told me what to do. Okay, now? Yeah, Frank Sinatra now. Hope we should good.